Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 75 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited, raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere. That's the risk of embracing the unknown. And I've just been stood up. I've just been let down. Um... I was supposed to be having a meeting with my team, my men's WhatsApp group um, that we have weekly. It hasn't been happening very well the last couple of weeks. Last week I was visiting family and this is this was like the, the reunion. There was only one person that was going to show up and then nobody show up. So I was just there on the call waiting. I'd set the call up. So what I want to talk about here is two different ways we can react and respond to this situation. I can feel let down, I can feel disappointed, I can feel frustrated, I can point at them, I can say, why didn't you show up? You're wasting my time, da 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 get annoyed, express my frustration, make them feel guilty, make them feel bad about it. But then you're just going into a spiral of negativity, right? Sometimes it's good to um, express it, in the most constructive way possible. It's not always good to be, oh yeah, whatever, we'll just you know, let it go and not say anything. If you really feel frustrated, express it. But right now, how I'm feeling is, you know, I set the call up, I had good intentions, I was willing to spend an hour, two hours of my time with these men and go on a journey. Nobody show up, cool. I wait for 10 minutes, nobody show up. I let go and I move on to something else. Um, And I think, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is and why we react in different ways. But sometimes it's like, if they don't want to come into this space, I think it has to do with self-worth. Like in this moment, I know the value of showing up and I know the value that I could get and they could get from this co-creative space if we had the video call, right? If they don't show up and they choose to do something else, that's their... I don't want to say lack of judgment because they might be doing something else very valuable to them as well. But from, from, for me to feel okay and be worthy and say, okay, I know the value there is here. I don't need to feel bad for myself. I can just, you know, move on to the next thing and, you know, invest my energy somewhere else where it's appreciated or where it's received, you know. You just have to, you give kind of unconditionally. Sometimes there's some frustration when it's not received. But if it's not received, it's not received. It's like, it's okay. You know, you keep it to yourself. Um, sometimes there's this need, I guess, to give. Or for people to receive you. But I guess if, if you're centered in yourself and you're okay, being in that space, whether you receive or not, it's like, it's, 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 mm, I'm not in a needy space. I think that's what it comes down to as well. Feeling needy, like, you need to be appreciated. You need these people to, to, to show up and turn up because otherwise you feel let down. If you're feeling, if you're feeling abundant and you're feeling, I don't know, happy or you're feeling fulfilled without the call already, having the call would have been a bonus, but not having it is not a big deal. When we depend on external circumstances or lots of external circumstances to feel fulfilled, that's when we're going to feel depleted if someone doesn't show up, if something doesn't happen, if you don't get what you want, if you don't get what you need or you think you need. But if you get it, it's cool. If you don't get it, it's also cool. 
that, that's a nice space to be in, kind of an, an equanimous, they call it equanimity. I learned that when I was studying Buddhism um, in Thailand. Being in a space of equanimity, no matter what happens, I'm just here, you know, I'm in this space of equanimity. If some shit happens, it's like, okay, that's shit, but, you know, I'm here, I can hold it. If something really, really good happens, like, oh, that's cool, that's nice, but you're still kind of here. Nothing really moves you from the center. Because what I, what I experienced myself when I was traveling, I'd get all these massive highs, but then I'd have all these massive lows as well. Whereas when you're just balanced in the middle of the spectrum, it's like whether bad or good happens, it doesn't matter, you know? And, I, and, and sometimes I think that that could be better or more sustainable in, for the long term than having massive spikes, you know? So that's happened today, that's alive. And then I was also listening to a podcast this morning. Never listened to her before. She's called Abraham Hicks. Apparently she's a really old school law of attraction manifestation teacher, which I, I don't know. I kind of feel into the vibes of law of attraction and, and I see it and I kind of witness it, but it's not something that I consciously do or feel that I do. So it's, 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 a, it's a yes and no for me. It's like, it's this question, right? It's like, am I a conscious creator of my life? Do I create my life? Am I fully responsible for everything that happens to me and everything that I do and everything that, you know, my life is? Which can feel heavy at times, but at the same time, it's like, it feels free. Like you have this freedom to create. So you have the two sides of the spectrum. You feel free to create, but then you have the burden of, all the responsibility. And then there's the other perspective of everything's just happening spontaneously. It's like the trees are growing. Um, the, water, the, the rain happens. I, I go to sleep and sleep happens. I wake up and, you know, things are happening. Even though it seems like we're having mental processes and then we're choosing something and then we're making choices. To me, it makes more sense and that's just just happening as well. Like our, we don't own our thoughts. Like where do they come from? Who the fuck knows? Like we can't pinpoint where our thoughts come from. I've talked about this before, but um, it's like there's this unknown source of everything. Everything's just happening. You know, there's this, there's this realm of the individual, of the self, that if you're, if that's all you, that's, if that's all you see, then you probably think that you're in control of your life. And that's where I differ from this idea of law of attraction or manifestation. It's like, yeah, I think within, within parameters, you can manifest things, you can attract things, you can create things. Yes, but then there's wider parameters that that fits into, which is actually just life happening and spontaneous happening, spontaneous creation through us, through everything. But then at the same time, Alan Watts talks about this, how it's, you know, there's two sides of the same coin. There's the person that believes they're the center of the universe and those that believe that, you know, they're nothing. You know, everything's just happening. And they are the same experience, just experience from different perspectives, right? So one minute you can feel like you are the, the conscious creator and other times you think, oh, this just happened to me. You know, I wasn't 
in control of that happening, whether it's good or bad, you know. So there's this conscious part and the unconscious part, right, of life happening simultaneously. And, um, you know, nobody really knows what's going on at the at ultimate. If you, if you go to, like, expand, 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 there's certain things that we'll never know, and that's the mystery of life. It's like you can't see your own eyes, or the eye can't see itself. The, the, you can't bite your own teeth. There are certain things that we can't know, certain things that we can't tap into, certain things that we can't control. But within this realm of physicality, I guess there is um, some kind of control that we can implement. I mean, we're doing it, right? With artificial intelligence and creating intelligence and you know, everything science has done. But there's always limits to that. And I think that's where frustration sets in. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. <laughs> I am. I'm just rambling. It just, it just blows my mind. It blows my mind. It blows my mind to, to sometimes just stop and witness this being called Jack Panda talking and processing. And oh, my heart is pumping and my blood is circulating. And there's all these things happening inside my body that are outside of my control, they're just happening. And my emotions and my thoughts and the environment and life, it's so beautifully sophisticated and leaves me in awe, you know? It's like, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> and I have no idea how. <laughs> and I think I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you, with, I'll leave you today with some wonder. Just look at life in wonder. Just, just look around you, look around you, look at yourself, feel your body. Breathe. It's quite amazing to be alive. <laughs> and I'll uh, speak to you again tomorrow, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, ciao for now. <laughs>